Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, a show where we give you our regular geeky download. My name's Tommy. I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond, it's DL. Welcome, Tommy. How are you, mate? Welcome to another day. Welcome to another day in the another life. Day. Another day in the life. Another day, podcast another dollar. Assemble. <laughs> no dollars here. No dollars Not making here. any dollars off Doll Podcast hairs. Assemble. Yeah. Oh, man, I, talk, I don't think I'd want to. Like, I, f- I feel really awkward taking people's, like, you know, you know how some podcasts just go directly into Patreon. It's like, they've got like three listeners and they're like, put money into our Patreon. I'm like, I don't who, really understand what Patreon, Patreon is. Is it just like where they pay you for... My just, like, only knowledge of it is that it's like, it's like a, f- it basically funds podcasts. So it's a got way, it. it's a way, got I guess it was probably before podcasts got as mainstream as they are now. Yeah. And it was just a way for them to like, you know, for people to donate, to keep podcasts going. Like I, I genuinely donate to my favorite podcast. It's like nothing. I don't donate like $2 a month, but it's like <laughs> the case of, it's, it's a case charity of, for yeah, me. it's like, it's fucking yeah. but like, I'm. It's nice to think that you're contributing something that you enjoy so much. Because I listen, like these guys have been doing it for years, and I go back and listen to their back catalog all the time. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Anyway, um, speaking of, do you want to? I have Patreon? a quick. I have a quick apology. <laughs> I have a quick apology. Damn. Sometimes, sometimes after listening to the last podcast, I get a bit intense oh. on these metaphysical discussions. I'm going to try and lighten it up this you week. You mean you mean the uh, sometimes <laughs> when we get into these weird Christopher <laughs> Nolan. <laughs> AI wormholes. Don't don't apologize to me. Apologize to the listeners. I, I, yeah, that's what I'm doing. The guys I'm, are gonna I mean, I'm, I'm looking at you because there's no one else in the room. But really, it's the metaphysical listener. Yeah. Okay. Without getting too rabbit holey and intense, as right. I tend to do. You are doing it now. Yeah. yeah that's it's what really I'm saying. Big. Why are you? Why are you looking? I would, I would like to let me look into the void. Let <laughs> 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 look into the void. Uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. I'll try. Don't and apologize, keep it, bro. Don't try apologize keep it for a little, who you are. Oh no, I, I'm just. I'm the one I, who makes. I will not apologize for who I am. I will try and tame the urge. On things that are not uh, yeah, tame the earth. Tame the earth. It got weird. Well, anyway, so how are you? <laughs> Outside of apologizing, uh, we accept your apology. Thank you. Yeah, I'll try and keep it keep it normal this week. Keep it um, a little less suspect. I'm good, man. Let's, what are you? Uh, what are you? What have you been watching? What have you been doing? What have I been up to? How wow, are you? you're getting way ahead of me here. I actually had to write these down because yeah. I was. Um, I actually thought you'd be you'd be kind of intrigued uh, and sort of. Just to enjoy the fact I've been doing something a bit different. Like I'm going to mention the, the obvious too. There's Rick and Morty's going on in the background. Still yeah, loving always. that. I know. I, I noticed what you you said something the other week on the podcast around. Oh, by the way, there's going to be time codes uh, in the description. So if you want to skip around, listen to us chat shit. More than welcome to. Uh, that's going to be all the way through. By the way, but if there's anything <laughs> like you want to skip to the main topic, whatever, we will be getting there eventually. Um, so that will be beneath. Um, yeah. I noticed a thing you mentioned in a podcast the other week around the the opening. So we talked about Rick and Morty in a podcast about a couple of weeks ago. Go and listen to that if you, if you want to hear us talk about nonsense. Um, but there's a bit in the, the opening scenes obviously change every every season. And this one has a bit where it's just Morty just like just putting a ball. Putting the ball in. Hey, on a yeah. golf course. Yeah. And I'm like, I only noticed it this week. I was like, that is absolutely It's been brilliant. going for the last four or yeah, three I episodes. Know. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, what do you think of this week's episode? I'm trying to remember what it was. It's uh, the, the sperm. The giant sperm, sperm episode. One? Yeah. yeah. That was good. This is a great case of them just throwing one. words on a board and being like, it was, it was sperm a, and horse it, people. It felt more like classic Rick and Morty. Back to the old to stuff. Me, to yeah. me. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they, they go between the two. Yeah. There wasn't like huge, huge odds and it was like Morty being a weirdo. Yeah. That caused the issue. Which is very classic. Classic. Classic Rick and Morty, I yeah. feel. Well, I also have uh, carried on my gradual watching of The Witcher, which... I'm, you know what? No, I, I know I say a different thing and always me about yeah. it every week. I'm genuinely really enjoying it second time round. Zero expectations. It's, it's better. It's better. It's a lot of fun. Round. 
Um, the thing I've realized that actually annoys me outside of obviously Jennifer, who she when she's less in the show, way better. It's the writing now. Give, yeah. le, I think I think they try and use too much like modern lingo within the show. Like I want it to be like that sort of. I know it's obviously a fancy realm, but I want it to have more fancy esque. Just like, seems out of place sometimes yeah, for you. Sometimes he'll say a thing, and I'll be like, "Nah, that why you wouldn't say that." Yeah, I think that's kind of channeling the games a bit because sometimes oh, really? Geralt kind of goes out. It's of not like Geralt necessarily. Geralt, whatever. It's right. more the um the bard guy, and actually no. Oh, Yennefer, no, so he Yennefer does is, it as well. That is annoying. Yeah, he is like so. Okay, we're we're gonna analyze this thing when we want to analyze it on yeah, its own. We'll accord, do it eventually. He is the. You're right. He was actually probably my biggest complaint. No, the it's, song it's Jennifer. Is, he get actually he grows on you. He grows on you, but the song sorry, the song is too not him, I should say. The song is too modern. Sure. The one that he it does feel like the a one like, about throw a penny to your witch. Just like Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I mean well in the, in the face. Let's not go into that guy. Fuck anyway. that guy. Uh, anyway, so two things I, I watched this week that I think you'll genuinely really like. One is a it's a show on Stan, which is how to describe Stan? It's it's just another streaming service over here. It's probably just a just a, one of just one of the many. It's probably, there's probably dozen, yeah, there's yeah. probably an American version that I just don't know. Um, and there's a show called Get Shorty. Uh, it's essentially the setup is it's these two dudes in what looks like New Mexico working for um, this drug baroness lady, whatever she is. Okay. And they're essentially like the disposal men. So any dead bodies, they just get rid of them. And it's this Irish guy who's in a British show called The IT Crowd. You've probably seen I it. I have, yeah. Yeah, it's the Irish guy from that. I don't really remember it that well. I remember the two main guys, but yeah. Yeah, it, you don't need to know. It's just, I find him really funny because he's super dry and super mm. deadpan. And they go to Hollywood to kill this guy. Uh, the basic setup, I've only seen the first episode, but I really enjoyed it. And um, essentially, this guy's a writer and the dude takes takes the scripts, the, the guy they just murdered. Mm. And the whole conceit of the show is that he's essentially, you know, he's offended the he's offended this main lady, uh, drug baroness person. And his way of helping, uh, getting out of it is by suggesting that she channeled some of her money into Hollywood to, you know, have a legitimate way to be having her money, spending her money. So it's mm -hmm. not all drug money and he's using this script that he's picked up from this dude they've just murdered <laughs> as a way to do it and it's that's pretty good. i just love the idea of it i've not that's had a chance to wacky, watch anymore yeah absurd no. would you would you watch something weird like that i do sometimes well i did this week I, i'll tell you i yeah, watched go. the rundown what's that i've heard I of that i don't know it was like well i do <laughs> know <laughs> i watched it i should know it was like basically it was after I watched it pretty closely after we did our our metaphysical analysis last week of Your deep ex machina and I was like man I I, I need to take a chill pill let's watch yeah, something like really <laughs> dumb you know, I love that you analyzed your own performance well, I, well, I, I listened to the podcast I was like man like sometimes people probably just want to have a laugh <laughs> <laughs> so I was like you know what I, need I to try real hard to pull you out I, of I was like I need to I need to have a laugh so I watched the the rundown which you know it tried funny? but it wasn't that funny okay but it would try it's uh it's it's stifler with oh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. with the rock and they're in huh. brazil oh anyway this i don't is know getting weird it like, was a, it was like... a really weird one and i you know I'm not, it wasn't worth watching don't watch it and there's a pineapple that. like what's gonna happen yeah, next i'm so intrigued <laughs> they eat um, some pineapple drugs. Well, spe yeah. speaking of you getting deep and, and really enjoying you know your wacky out there movies yes i i watched a movie this week that i'd not seen before but actually genuinely really enjoyed surprisingly it yeah. was vanilla sky Obviously, I, I don't think I've ever seen Vanilla Sky. It's Tom I think Cruise, you'd yeah. really like it. Like, 
honestly, like it was, it was creep had the same sort of creep sensibilities. You remember last week we were talking about with um, Ex Machina that the music made it kind of like almost a thriller, yeah, uh, horror type scene. It had a lot of that. There was a lot of like, are you watching what's really happening? Are you watching Dream? Are you watching something else? Yeah, I, I, I seen some spoilers of it, but didn't know how how it ended for once. <laughs> funnily enough, <laughs> uh, but honestly, I genuinely really enjoyed it. I was like taken away by how much I did, and I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I think you should watch it. What's it? What was it called? Vanilla Sky. Is this the one with Tom Cruise? Yes, correct. Okay, I've heard of it. Yeah, I just never. Oh, you've heard of it? Yeah, yeah. I've definitely heard of it. I never but heard. I was the same. We were yeah. sat there. We we're doing the classic, you know, like. Um, is that we, the- we were playing the game of, oh, what are we going to watch? Yeah. It's like a Saturday night or whatever it was, like lockdown. And we, we I, I went, okay, we're watching a Tom Cruise movie when we were skipping through all Tom Cruise movies. And I was like, I've never seen you. Wait, 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 wait. You decided yeah, together no. uh, well, that I you to were going to like, it wasn't I like to a watch genre Mich- or like a, a certain like film director. You're like, I wanted to watch Mission Impossible. want a Tom Cruise I wanted to movie. watch Mission Impossible. I don't think anyone's ever said that. <laughs> Like ever, <laughs> they just kind of stumble upon a Tom Cruise movie. It's We're breaking like, new ground you know in the what? podcast. We have a genre, new genre, the Tom Cruise movie genre. Let's do it. Anyway, there's a lot of. What's mission. the weirdest one we can find? This could be it. It's great. Honestly, know. you would love it. I'm, I'm what, down. What else um, we watching? I watched. Uh, it was Gail's Choice Tracks. I don't know that. Highly one. rated uh, movie via Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. It's on Netflix. It's a uh, about a lady who literally just walks across Australia. So huh. it's highly rated, but a bit boring. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's a character That's movie. pretty normal. Yeah. I bet it won everything at the Cannes Festival. I'm sure it did. And Adam Driver was in it, so that was nice for oh, the like moments that he was in it. And then yeah. I also started uh, Netflix, uh, The Dead Don't Die. I'm halfway through. Never heard of it. I think it's like... Oh, no, sorry. It's a movie with Adam Driver. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I got two no. Adam Driver ones in this week, which is great. great. But uh, so it's got Bill Murray, right? It's got Bill Murray. I'm like the best. I'm kind of intrigued. Okay, but I'm ha- only halfway through. I kind of wish I'd have watched that with you because I've got it on my list. It's just come onto Netflix. I would, I would watch it again so far. I like down. Well, it's, let's it's watch it this funny. weekend or something. Yeah, I'm so down for that. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, like that's a, like for me, considering I haven't had any time, I feel yeah. like I've watched loads. Yeah, I, I'm just doing my best, you know, to watch stuff that I want to talk about, whether it's cause it's really, really dumb or really funny. Like it's gotta have talk like a uh, discussion value. So, all right. Well, speaking, speaking of Netflix, yeah. soireeing into uh have you heard, have you heard this week? We actually have heard cause we just watched the trailer together again. Um, the witch season two is coming back. Yeah. I could have had any number of um, segues into that. We talked about the witch already. I could have done that, but yeah, no, yeah. I decided to go with Netflix. So the trailer, the trailer looks pretty good. Trailer for season two dropped this week. It's, what do you think? Uh, I, I'm excited. It's going to explore uh, like the other witchers and like yeah. how they're made. And it seems like a, a, a part of the story that's like that most intrigues me. Right. Yeah. Is, uh, kind of what has become of these like really really tortured individuals yeah because they are they are because you've seen Geralt but like you want to see like his mate like this is the closest thing he's got to a family and they're all really fucked up oh right so like I can't wait to explore that that'll be interesting they all looked kind of um uh, in from the trailer they all kind of looked a little bit like the uh the Black Brothers from uh, Game of Thrones, you know, like they've the, kind of been the watch, the, the nice watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. they're all just like at the end of the world. They're all a bit like broken and disheveled. Yeah. So I'm intrigued to know where they're going to go with that. Like hashtag recast Jennifer. We're keeping it going every week. Yeah. Um, I feel I feel like they could. I said this to you a moment ago. Like I feel like they could easily recast her and. Yeah, she's no nothing like the Jennifer from the game. No, because isn't she? Yeah, I, I don't. Anyway, look, I think that's going to be great. I can't wait for that coming out. We'll we'll save our proper discussion on The Witcher until. 
until it comes out where we'll probably Which just in December. We'll just retread all of yeah, the stuff we've talked we'll about. Do a full analysis. Uh, yeah, well, we also just watched uh in ter- talking of trailers. Have you heard this week that they they dropped the new What If trailer from yeah, Marvel? The art design looks really cool. Looks I'm, phenomenal. I'll watch it cuz I know you'll make me. Yes, it's you, not yes, necessarily something that I would watch if not for for the podcast to be to Really? Be yeah. Okay. Like I like I I it feels like a little too contrived for me. Yeah, okay. But uh, we'll see. Maybe they execute like Marvel always. Well, it's like, I mean, like you said last week, you're not yeah. a comic book reader. This is a big comic book thing. Yeah. Like this is a big part of the comics, all the different sort of areas of, you know, what if something was different? So I'm intrigued by it. Um, there is a couple of other bits of Marvel news. I'm going to come back to that actually um, and tell you a couple of bits I think you'll enjoy first. Mm-hmm. So Adult Swim is doing a a Blade Runner animated, se- well, sorry, anime series. Um, and it has, you know, quite a familiar it's gonna it's gonna include familiar in quotation marks characters from the universe. I don't expect Harrison Ford to come back. But <laughs> Jessica Henwick is involved. Now, you will know Jessica Henwick because she is one of the uh, she's Nymeria Sand in Game of Thrones. She's one of the which uh that? Her, one of the sisters. Can't, yeah, yeah, which one couldn't, couldn't tell you, it's one of the sisters. <laughs> the one with the spear. Oh, yeah, she's, Game of she kind of sucked in the show. Yeah, she, she was, was dire in the show. But it's interesting that, that yeah. she's been dragged into that. That's going to be a, a lot of, lot of fun. Um, speaking of, the, the, the film we didn't talk about last week. Yes. Do you remember? Yes. The Tomorrow yeah, War. Bits of War or something. The Tomorrow War. Yeah, whatever it is. Well, apparently, uh, The Tomorrow War 2 is already in the works with Amazon oh. with both the director and Chris Pat- Pratt in talks m- to return. Putain de merde. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> well, um, we, if, if I that, can't believe I'm judging this movie so hard. But you it's haven't like, seen. I know I, exactly. It's it's bullshit. I shouldn't be doing it. You should but, be. But nicer. it's it's literally sounds like the Edge of Tomorrow, but looks like the other movie he made with Jennifer uh, Lawrence. And That's I'm just in space though. Aren't they both? It's the Tomorrow. War. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Probably. I don't know anything like, about the movie. Just, it just seems like somebody was like, you know what? Let's make all the like top hit sci-fi movies in the last <laughs> yeah. five years and just melt them together. <laughs> they just they just gave all the top AI yeah. all the movies to an AI and yeah, said like, like a word create, like a, create name like a script. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> have anyway. you ever have you ever seen one of those where it's like Harry Potter? It, they feed all the Harry Potter books to an AI and it spits out like its version of a Harry Potter book. It is. I've seen. I've heard beautiful. of that, but I've also seen like an AI finish Game of Thrones. Oh really? Yeah, somebody did that. It's really interesting. It's really dumb. It basically, oh, okay. it's just, just random words. Well, that's but. a shame. I would have <laughs> liked that. Um, I'm going to jump into the the Marvel stuff in just a second. However, there was a pretty interesting bit of news this week that the the director from the Mandalorian, uh, sorry, all the directors from Mandalorian, including Favreau, including uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, Robert Rodriguez, and Dave. Filoni are all returning for the book of Boba Fett. You know the Boba Fett TV show that's coming out? It's good. So I'm guessing it's going to keep a similar vibe to it, similar sort of like aesthetic almost. So is that like replacing the Mandalorian? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's a spinoff. So the Mandalorian was... So really interestingly, the Mandalorian was was a hub to set up spinoffs, right? So okay. they're going to make Ahsoka Tana. No, that makes um, sense. They're going to do Boba Fett. They were going to do a show on... I can't remember her name. The, the chick who's in... Um, She's in Deadpool, the first one. Yeah, Gina Carlo. Gina uh, Carlo. She is... Uh, what actress does she play in this? She plays Cara Dune. She's essentially... She is essentially the side... She's not the sidekick because she's way... She's, she's a far better written character than the sidekick to The Mandalorian. But she is a returning character in The Mandalorian. Um, you will know her from Deadpool. She has... 
Oh yeah, her show has been dropped because yeah. she essentially her, made yeah. a bunch of racist comments yeah, in remember. the news, which yeah. you know, not particularly kind of strong. Anyway. Yeah, I didn't really like her in that. Um, no, that's that's. I remember now that this was like the hub, and then a bunch of stuff was coming out. But it's I like that those guys are doing it because I like the Mandalorian, but I also hope that it has a distinct flavor and it just doesn't yeah. feel like Mandalorian B sides. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because I mean, a Sokotana show should be great. Th- that will be cool and unique. But yeah, like, very much. This is just another like kind of Boba Fett. I feel you, like you got to be careful with that. Oh well, a lot of people are interested in knowing the history and the future of Boba Fett. So no, sure, for sure. I just hope that it's not like I hope that it's not like a monster of the week thing. It's more like a story driven thing that drives. You assume so. Yeah. The way it's been set up with those directors, etc. Yeah. All right, three bits of Marvel news, then we will jump directly into our main topic. So, first and foremost, did you hear this week that both Marvel and DC are going to skip uh, San Diego Comic Con this year, which is did not very interesting. I mean, it's all going online now. It's all very much like um, I, I think I think all the Comic Cons are pretty much done. Is that just because of COVID? Or? Yes, one hundred percent. But you know, Marvel has its investor day that it made a, made a lot of waves of last week, and DC mm-hmm. has its own. I've completely forgotten the name of it. The DC something. Who cares? Where they announce a lot of movies, of which probably four will get made. Yeah. Know. But then Black Adam's coming out. They've, they're they're filming at the moment with The Rock. That's interesting. Did you see the picture of The Rock this week? He's fucking massive again. He always is. I mean, when is he not? Yeah, he always is. I did not see it, but uh, I I believe you. <laughs> I believe Hard not to. Well, anyway, so One Division um, has apparently received twenty-three yeah, Emmy nominations. First major Emmy nomination for Marvel, right? Unbelievable! Yeah. Best best uh, actress, best actor, uh, best co co actress, best director. Uh, unbelievable! Emmys feel a bit like a dime a dozen, though. I don't know a lot about the Emmys. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like it's as you prestigious. Wa- you big awards guy? Do you ever watch like any of the award shows? I like the Oscars. Okay, I like the Oscars. That's about it. That's all I watch. I do like I do like watching back some of the Oscar acceptance speeches, and you're like, "Wow, that did not age well." <laughs> yeah, I haven't done that, but I'm sure because you know it's all like fa- like, it's all like in the moment, right? Like prisoners of the moment, they're all oh, absolutely they want to headline. But um, Sp- speaking you- of speaking of awards, though, you sent me a fantastic uh, selection of videos of Whacking Phoenix this week. Oh God, how funny! Is oh that? my God, it was so good, he's and he like, just doesn't he, care. He's just like he's pretty degaff. I love it. Yeah, is he high all the time? I think that he's just a bit weird. Great. He might be shrooming out all the time. Like, that I could be, see that. that, that I can imagine that, too, yeah. Right? He's a fucking he is, the, the, um, There was a great bit at the end of the video where he was doing an interview and the, it was some, some old dude. I don't know. He must trying, be famous. He's famous yeah. And he was trying to make him sing yeah. and he just did not give a shit. He was just, just funny. like, yeah, he's like, get in the bin, mate. Like, nobody, yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody's listening to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you see that uh, there was a leak about like GTA 6 being a, a modern version of Vice City? No, that'd be cool. And they're like, and it, but they're Miami's. thinking about it's like gonna be like uh, a map that expands, Ooh. but not because of like things you want to hear. Things like they're gonna do releases as a service, over time, yeah, yeah. iterations, games as a service, yeah. And yeah. then uh, that it's a female lead, apparently, which would be, huh? Which would be refreshing. I'd like the option. Yeah. I feel. I mean, like the only challenge with that is you have to change some of the characters around them, like the love interests and stuff. But like, who cares about that? Like, well, I think they'll probably do something similar to the last one where you have like three different characters. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. And so like, you can kind of switch in. Did you out. ever play GTA five? I did. And I never finished it. Okay. It's one of the ones that's like still, Everyone I still have that it. I will finish like for sure. Cause it's I've a good game. never finished a GTA game. I've only finished one. Which one? GTA three. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one I got furthest in. Yeah. And the one that I just 
didn't I didn't give up on that's the wrong way of looking at it. I just couldn't couldn't finish it. It's they're too big. Well, I mean, it, they're big and you just get like you get distracted and mm. then it's like hard to get back in. And then you've got a rocket launcher, then everyone's yeah. dead and then <laughs> it's like, "Ah, oh, what's happening?" Yeah. <laughs> well, before we uh before I give you my last piece of news, just a quick shout out for anyone if anyone has seen anything this week, any bits of news that they would like to share with us, please do. You can find us uh, on you find us on Instagram yeah. at Podcast Assemble. You can Assemble find handle. us on Twitter. You can hashtag us Podcast Assemble. We will find you. For example, this week, Lad Banterpod. We're going to be coming back to them in a moment. They're they're our favorite pod at the moment. They're giving us a lot <laughs> of uh, giving us a lot of um, good correspondence. They actually sent us. Um, and I don't know if you saw it this week. They sent us a link to the YouTube clip of. Deadpool commentating I did. I on did. the new Free Free Guy. Is that what it's called? The Free Guy movie? Free Guy, the Fox movie. Yeah. And not only that, he did it with old mate Korg. He did with Tiger well, Watson. He was also look, in the film. I had to look up Korg, to be fair. Did you? I, did, I, I remembered oh, him. Oh, you mean you didn't know I just didn't know his name. Cause, and I think that was the point. They picked a very passable, like not passable, a very uh, secondary character to to kind of welcome Deadpool into the Well, that's, that's why, because Taika Waititi's in the movie. Yeah. Oh, is he in the, he's in, he's in in the Free Guy? He's the boss of the... Nice so, so the basic premise of Free Guy is that he is a, an NPC in a game, yeah. right? Yeah. A non-playable character for any noobs like me who had to look it up, which is sad. Um, I completely forgot what it was. I knew that. Um, was, yeah. yeah, I should have known. NPC, come, on, come on, we're geeks. Yeah. Um, so, he, so Ryan Reynolds plays this NPC, uh, and someone from the real world basically lets him in on the secret that he is in a video game. And... You see both sides. So you see in the game where they're, you know, finding out all this stuff about the world and blah, blah, yeah, blah. They got a HUD. Yeah. But you yeah. also see outside the world as well. And the the guy who is uh, running the video game, that's Taika Waititi. He's the guy who, who is the creator. So it's not his actual, like, character from the MCU. No, 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 no. It's, it's just, well, I mean, neither is Deadpool, though. No, no. <laughs> Oh, look, Deadpool. I, I thought is that's this what Deadpool you were, in the MCU? I thought that's what you were implying. Oh, sorry. Well, like, this is kind of his first foray. <laughs> this is his little audition. No. No. Tiger's it. Tiger's... Tiger can do what he uh, wants. The last dregs of the Fox acquisition garbage heap. I think is a quote from yeah. him in that little trailer. Brutal. Of his own movie. Oh, okay. It's quite okay. funny. No, like that's what he says about his movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, thought this movie came out three fucking years ago. Covid man, it's ruined everything. I, I actually, yeah. uh, I, it's apparently. Um, I was reading this week that Taiko Tite is a bit of a playboy. He's apparently a bit crazy. Like they're seriously concerned. They might, <laughs> they might have to move him on after this next Thor film. Anyway, <laughs> final bit of news for this week. Thank you, uh, Lad Banter Pod. We'll come back to your other message shortly. Um, did you hear this week that Black Widow and its worldwide opening weekend was the biggest box office since the, since the pandemic? hitting 218 million, which is unbelievable. And uh, Disney even opened up, which they don't normally do, about its uh, about the haul it took on, on there, you know, for Premier Access, what we yeah, ended up yeah, having I to do. It took $60 million it's alone. It's the best one from uh, post-pandemic. Unbelievable. That's, I mean, cinema's reborn. <laughs> yeah. It's back. It's back, baby. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, Disney's a bet. Good bet. Well, I, I think it is. Going. Yeah, but that—that that is the the lovely segue into this week's main topic. It is. It is. This week, what we're we going to talk about? And Actually, guess, no. Give me the main topic. Well, I was I was going to go give you the main topic. The main topic. <laughs> but I didn't want to because it's I also main thought topic. We are. Are we skipped over Loki? Do we want to? Oh yeah, let's go back. Do we want to on the fly though? Maybe just set next week's thing and just analyze Loki generally. Do you talk through Loki next and week? not talk about it now. It's up to you. You choose. I say we do that. And the and the repercussions to the broader MCU. 
just drinking some water there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm, I'm down for, for that. I will um, wait for you as you drink. We water. have gone. <laughs> we have deep, <laughs> deep dived it a lot of episodes, but happy to that next week. Let's oh, yeah. do that. Okay. Sweet. Let's give me that. Uh, I'll give you that. It's the main topic theme. It's just the Black Widow man. We just watched it. Uh, we are. We are talking about Black yeah, Widow. We did release this week. It. We we got around to it immediately. It was out for more, less than <laughs> ten minutes, four hours, <laughs> and we'd already watched it. Um, we were craving. Do you want to give me? You, yeah, we were. Do you want to give me your um, quick stupid plot summary? Yeah. Cold War, comic book style, where Russia's Sputnik is overweight, washed up, and sometimes Scottish, <laughs> and American superheroes take a backseat to familial sister sister action. Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne dysfunction. Oh, damn it. With a bonus, more butt shots than your average Playboy spread. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, who's complaining? They were, I, both, I like they're it. Not, I like they're it. not that bad. I like it a lot. Do you, uh, want, do you, want, do you want to hear mine? Yeah. We'll now, you can tell me which you prefer. I was either going to start with female Jason Bourne or Jason to Bourne. Which do you prefer? Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. Jesus Christ. Um, I prefer the latter. Okay. Okay, female Jason Bourne. Wait, you said Jason to Bourne. Jason to Bourne and the Winter Sister face off against <laughs> the weight of over a year of building expectations and the MCU's biggest threat to date, a shortage of accent coaches in Hollywood. This this accent <laughs> this action adventure movie has enough fa- familiar references to make the Fast and the Furious franchise blush, <laughs> while while also borrowing uh, uh, their lack of stakes in a movie. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, I had to actually remember this movie. <laughs> yeah, I did. We just watched it, and I was going through. Honestly, it. Honestly, like, I've I never been remember. so passive watching a movie. Yeah, I don't know. Ever. I think part of it was like you know you're so used to like the movie setting. Yeah, right? and you yeah, just yeah. Want yeah. To, like like the lights off and the big thundering. Well, that know, was a question I was going to ask later on, but let's yeah. let's start with that. Right? How did watching this multi million dollar blockbuster at home affect your enjoyment of it, or did it, or was it the same? I think. The Kogan TV. No, I'm just kidding. Dude, it's a piece <laughs> of shit. I'm fine. Tearing Tommy's TV apart. No, it's. Uh, I think this would have been better in theaters, for sure. I, I, I think but I would But typically, preferred. I think it's cool. what they're doing is pretty smart, you know, because not every movie needs oh, to be in theaters. Absolutely. But. But it's, not even, it's not even that. It's that some yeah. people can't get to the movies. Yeah. And they need to make money back on, on these yeah. films, right? So... We we paid it. We paid the what was it, thirty five Oz dollars A U D. Um and it was it was you know, it was a movie. Um we're gonna talk it about was it. A movie. Um so what's the vague plot of this movie then? Like we I know we do ask you plot summaries, but like I mean this so yeah, is the general yeah, I can summarize. This is the solo adventure for Black Widow, right? It is. The one we've been waiting for. It's one over it's well overdue, man. Way overdue. She's been well not like quite literally the movie was made and it was overdue. But yes, like well, I'm was. saying we'll even talk about that. just the actual movie being made. Like a Black she's Widow been movie, in yeah. the MCU since Iron Man Two. Well it's, it's And this is her first movie? Yeah, it, it's, it's ironic that up, she finally bro. gets her first movie, but it's just a vehicle to introduce a bunch of other characters. It's, a, it's, it's sad. She, it has no agency. Like yeah, she, and well, we already know what's gonna happen. I mean, it is a good call out to her. I just mean that she like uh she she should have probably had a movie before this. Oh, absolutely. It's pretty fucked up, actually. No question. <laughs> it's really well, fucked up. Essentially, as as we said, you know, she comes on this adventure. It's with her 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 sister in yeah. quotation marks, her mother in quotation marks, and the father in quotation marks, and also, and I'm gonna keep bringing this back up, Mason. Mason. Do you even remember Mason? I don't remember Dragonoff, but. Mason, Mason was <laughs> Mason was Mason was the bloke who got her all the stuff when she was on the. Oh run. yeah, old Mason. What the fuck is that he's guy? Just a about? random guy. That was he just the had worst access character. to. He was just a black. He was a black market guy. Dyer. They'll, anyway, they'll probably bring him in anyway. Look, yeah. so they're they're on this mission to take down the 
the long fabled red room which they've talked about in multiple movies and she's trying to wipe out the red in a ledger and that's basically where we're yeah, up to the film is set between Captain America and Civil War and yes. Avengers Infinity War so it's Sokovia, kind of perfect timing for us yeah the Sokovia Accords yeah it is for you because we just you, watched yeah. Civil War you, I know you, you're really just you're firing at all cylinders it's perfect um, so tell me tell me before we get into this then what what do you think the IMDBA score is the, the who's the IMDBA IMDB <laughs> What's a who? <laughs> uh, it's like a 7-3. It, well, it's out of 10. It's a 7. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. a 7. I didn't know. You know, IMDb usually I didn't get goes point. It was 7.0. Point, 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 point. Okay. So it was just a 7. Okay, yeah. Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes. Uh, 87. Oh, okay. It's actually, oh, it's actually 81. It's higher than okay. that. Okay. I'm kind of surprised. Well. And you mean it's lower than that? I said 87. Oh, sorry. I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, I thought it's you said okay. 78 for some reason. It's fine. My I'm, head I'm does numbers weird it's sometimes. It's okay. It's okay. I, like, I honestly didn't think it was that high but i had yeah. a feeling that the critics would give it that well what do you think match critics is then 60 out of out of 100. 160 okay 68 so yeah. like yeah i i think that's kind of a, a seven is a right kind of region for me for this if, if you yeah. if we don't but if you go for like a but I, you know what? Um, we're going to get to that in a minute. I'm not sure it is. You were about to go um, yeah. I'm not going to get... I'm, I'm going to disagree with that, actually. Uh, so director for this was Kate Shortland. She's an Aussie. Gotta love a good Aussie. Don't know a lot of her stuff. Obviously, she's best known for a movie called Law, Somersault and Berlin Syndrome. I've heard of Berlin Syndrome. No, I've literally never heard of any of this. No idea of what it is. Yeah. Uh, we, You know the key cast here. It's Scarlett Johansson, of course. We have Florence Pugh, who... I didn't realize uh, she's in a bunch of stuff, but interesting, interesting tidbit, interesting fact before we get anywhere near to trivia, trivia, trivia is that um, Emma Watson was originally considered for the role. I don't know if she could have pulled it off. I don't think so either, but they were in, li is it Little little Women or Little Ladies together? And apparently it's a really good movie, so. No, I've, I've heard I've heard of that movie. Bit of a show stealer, uh, Florence Pugh. We also have David Hopper Harbour, the classic uh, Alexi Red Guardian character who is from Stranger Things, we love. Yeah. We have Rachel the Mummy Vice as Molina. <laughs> and we have uh, Ray Winston as Dracov. Frenchy. Who... Huh? Frenchy. What do you mean, Frenchy? The Departed. Frenchy. Is he? Yeah. Ray Winston? Yeah. I only know him from a bunch of shitty he's, English uh, movies. He's the, the right-hand guy to Jack Nicholson. He's a proper co cockney geezer. Yeah. That's the worst accent ever. He's a proper cockney geezer and he's fucking awful like his accent is dire we'll get to that in a minute he actually does a really good Irish one in Departed does yeah. he? yeah is it, is it really good? it's good enough <laughs> and and I'm not even going to say who this is but we also have Mason who the fuck is Mason? he does seem out of place <laughs> he's just he looks so like, out you know what? He, he looks like he's like a like a like a barista yeah at like a, I don't know, a hip New York coffee place. Probably, yeah. Or, just is or, on a, ba the, or a barman in a, a random Yeah, bar or like a, yeah, a bar, like a random yeah. bar just pouring beers. And I feel like... It's like, I, why is he selling the Black Widow jets? I feel like he is... <laughs> doesn't add up. I feel like he... Yeah, he's from The Handmaid's Tale, so like he's got some like, chops. But like, I feel like he was in an original cut of the movie where he had more backstory and he all got cut out. And he's just this dude who turns up to give her shit she needs. It's, he's from her past life, apparently, but yeah, we but don't I, get anything else. Yeah, nothing at all. Yeah. Well, I've got a few discussion points before we get into this stuff. So, this movie was obviously uh, it was delayed three times from May 2020. So, more more ways than one of saying that this movie <laughs> is is past its so time. Yeah. But um, my question to you is though, is it is it worth was it worth the, worth the wait? No. Mm. But like, I enjoyed it. 
Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I, I actually make a comment that I, I feel like this movie is 10 years too late, kind of is. Um, but nonetheless, like, I did enjoy, like, a lot of bits of this, like the sisterly banter between Yelena and... Yeah, I know, um, for sure. Nah, it's, it's just it? great. They Well, they were, like, they kind of held the film yeah. together, I would say. Yeah. Well, that family structure, family, again, in quotation marks, yeah, was kind of the, the key driver, but then I feel like those two just being sisters was the best part They're of ben, the movie. The best scenes were when they were either fighting each other, fighting yeah. with each other, or bantering. Yeah, absolutely. Which was most of the movie, thankfully. And there, there's a, there was a, a, a couple of really good like moments that like even Deadpool would have been proud of. Like yeah. There's a bit where she's talking about the superhero landing, yeah. and I'm just like, I'm yeah. just like in the background going like, superhero landing like love it love it well uh, question for you then like what did you think of the action like in the movie uh look it was it was good i i kind of wanted a little bit more uniqueness like it it, in the sense that it just felt like it pulled a lot a lot from jason board movies and winter soldier yeah yeah but uh more like for me like every other scene i was like that's a jason yeah absolutely um but but, but you know what um i actually genuinely thought I, when it was doing that and it was, I mean, when it was dragging from the Jason Bourne stuff, I was like, this is really, this is really, this is what I want. But then they went for the big action scenes where it's like things falling from the sky and there's like, I'm like, nah, it's not. Well, not on this Kogan, but you might have liked that in the the theater. (laughs) It's a bit grainy for that. I, I, I agree. Like they weren't, it's not a criticism. It's just that like. It was kind of so obvious that I was like, okay, well, and I just watched those movies. Maybe that was yeah, part of it. Yeah, okay. But I, I enjoyed it. Like, I agree. The action was good most for the most part. And there was like good hand-to-hand combat yeah, choreography. Really like, yeah. it was good. Oh, absolutely. I, I feel like there was there were bits that were undersold. So like, I really wanted to see, there's a bit and it's in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler, but there's a bit when Nat faces off against Taskmaster and they're having this like, this like tit for tat and ta- Taskmaster from the comics, obviously known for having like a... Uh, he, he can basically copy mimic anything he sees. He moves. can mimic, yeah. So, and he's basically mimicking her. Taskmaster is basically mimicking her style uh, in that exact moment. And you think, God, is she going to come up against something? That obviously goes a different direction. But there is, there is one thing that frustrating about this movie is that it does that. It blurs the lines between like super superhero characters and like non superpowered characters. Like there's a bit when it's actually in the trailer again. Uh, Taskmaster fires an arrow under a car car bloat car gets exploded zips across a couple of on top of a couple of cars which is weird fine i i can absolutely see like people could survive that but then when Not it hits the f- really no i, I mean like it we're talking like with explosive arrow surely the car would blow up we're talking with like serious injuries here yeah but then the car then falls down and goes down a subway a set of subway <laughs> rails and slams into a thing at the bottom and i'm just like how, how nobody said i don't care how good they are at being at least sure to be like pretty fucked up after that right yeah she comes out like looking all hot and you're like you would be a bit more you'd be brain damaged <laughs> like there is you'd no be like oh, dude that you'd be fucking losing i feel like it was the wind soldier dialed up to 11 it was just like it didn't feel realistic yeah i'll give or you that. well done. there were like certain parts as well where like you're like i get you're a badass natasha yeah, romanoff yeah, yeah. but like you're literally falling from like one building to another wall, a pillar, Unbelievable. a pillar. Yeah. I'm like physics still in the trailer. Pl- yeah. Physics still apply to yeah. you. You know, you are not Thor. I, I, I liked, I liked some of the ideas in it and I, I just felt they shot for 11 and, and it just didn't work. Yeah. You know? I, uh, look, I, I enjoyed it. Random thoughts. I would have liked without, these are like outside of my top three. Yeah. Yeah. Things like that. I would have liked like more taskmaster mimics. Absolutely. Like when I saw the one with captain Mary, I was like, 
oh, that's Captain America. That's, like, that that's was cool. Why? Yeah, it was cool. Like I would have liked to see that kind of character. It felt like that character got pushed to the side a bit. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I agree. Um, which maybe that's the point because isn't it traditionally like a Spider-Man villain? No, ta- well, Taskmaster is just a bit of everyone. Like the the character in the comics, it, it's. Uh, it, it doesn't but, really fall into having a specific, but you say that because it's it, it's from the the video game. Yeah, I was, I was curious. And, yeah. and one thing, and one thing I was gonna say on that, and yeah. it's really funny. I actually saw this, and I'm actually stealing this. I can't remember whose review it was, but I saw it on another review, and they said that in the five minutes of playtime Taskmaster gets in the Spider-Man games, it get that character gets so much more development than it does in this move in the whole two and a half hours of this movie. It's yeah. nonsense. And and in the in the video games, it just he it crops up to do some side missions. You fight him a couple of times and that's it. Like it's a nothing character. So do you do you anticipate that this character will expand in the future or is it done? Well, we're going to come back to yeah. that character in spoilers because it's probably yeah, not. That's fair. It, the, I mean, the ending. The, to be fair, I don't even remember what happened. Well, we'll get to, we'll get to that. So, a uh, couple of questions then. Like, obviously, gr- good action scenes. I wouldn't say great. Good action scenes. Um, good development for Nat's character, even though, mm. um, you know. I, I, this is actually a question I've got written down. Like, like do you why? think the stakes were diminished because obviously we know what happens to Night and Endgame? I mean, I just think that this one's almost like it. it this should have been released before Endgame. You, you know what this is? You know what this is? We were talking about like the Oscars and the awards before, yeah. right? So, you know, I mean, same thing with Leo, same thing with a lot of actors. They don't usually get the Oscar for the film they should get it for. Yeah. They get it almost as like an achievement for all the movies they've put out before. For, like Le- for Leo should have second five times. Exactly. Yeah. Leo should have won it for multiple films and he won it for the for the Revenant. God, I haven't yeah. seen I that. I quite movie. liked the Revenant, but he was not the best part of it. Exactly. Yeah. What I'm saying is this is almost that. It's that lifetime achievement. It's like yeah. you've earned a movie, even yeah. though she should have had the movie 10 years ago, like I said before. Yeah. Right? Well, I also just think it would have made the spoilers for Endgame, the death better if we had this wholesome, like, focused part of her. Whereas this was now, like, a eulogy to her, but it's like, well, this should have been the meat that made the death more This movie comes important. out between Endgame and... Should've, it should have. Uh, was Infinity War and Endgame. Dude, that... that what does it spoil? would have been great. No, 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 nothing, but it would have yeah. been no, ph- phenomenal. It would have been, and I agree with you. I'm just, I'm trying to think about, like, why they didn't do that. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. Whatever. Um, well, anyway, what did you think of like the character, the, the family dynamic? Because this movie starts and uh, it's, it's in the trailer. You, you yeah. see them as youngsters. Um, you find out that they're living this dual life as almost like undercover agents in America. Yeah. So it's it's young Natasha, young Melina. Sorry, Yelena, Melina, who is the mummy. <laughs> God, and. Um, and Hopper, who is uh, Hopper. Alexi, um, they're living as like a fake family in the States and they're pulled out. And this is when uh, both uh, Melina and Natasha are sent off to the Red Room. Yeah. Uh, what did you th- like that? I, th- I like that kind whole of the- premise. Yeah, I like the premise of that. But the like the rest of the movie is them having to almost get the family back together and reluctantly, you know, do they do they do they really want to get them back? I kind of I, I liked it. OK, I didn't love certain the accents yeah i'm trying to like separate his accent to be honest that's the truth like i didn't really like his accent his Uh, his accent i could get over ray winston's no 
Like, well, but he oh was my barely God. in it, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he's at the end. Yeah. Well, as, but, as a villain, then, what do you think of the, the So the, the villain I didn't like. That was one of my negatives. Okay. Um, and then the, the, the family dynamic was a positive for me because it, it like explores a lot of those themes that I think run through. Let's talk about tones and We can transition to they run through. Uh, We're getting good movies. at this. I feel like we've done this before. Oh, yeah, maybe who would have guessed? Uh, it's almost like you've done this thirty times previously. Yeah. Or the, thirty-five. Who knows? We I don't know. Somewhere, some days. number <laughs> above thirty. Only the real ones know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What you are know, your tones these, and themes? Go and hit me. I, I guess like the the main ones is like family is kind of family isn't genetic. It's where the love is or where you like. I guess where you invest. That's right. right. Fa- family is what um, you make it. Yeah. So there, there's that, and then like the next bit, which I think is another one where kind of uh, the family dynamic plays off of this, but it's also like the, I guess the, the dad who wants to be this hero who wants to compare himself to, you know, Captain America. Mm -hmm. She's like, you don't get it. Like heroism isn't about, you know, making yourself big. It's about like basically sacrificing for not just the people yeah, you it's love, the but to- everyone. It's the Tony so like, Stark. It's exactly. the line yourself on the line. Exactly. And um, that, that's actually interesting. I had that before, but we could have talked about it at any point. But that Red Guardian subplot, I find hilarious and really interesting. So throughout the movie, uh, Alexi, Red Guardian, uh, David David Harbour's character, you, you see him in a bunch of different situations and he is bragging because he is... The Russian version of a super Captain, soldier. He, they basically had a bit of the super soldier serum too at some point. Just a slightly different version, yeah. yeah. And he's bragging at different points where he he's talking about how he had uh, all these great battles with Captain America, but you know that it's that he's called out very early on, like you couldn't have done that. Captain America was still on ice in the eighties, like he was still frozen. So he's just making it up. Well, <laughs> interestingly, we have just seen a full TV show about different versions of fucking Captain America. So he could even be talking about the Isaiah Bradley version of Captain America. He could be talking about a bunch of different ones. Like, who knows? The Isaiah could, Bradley, it could, it, it, the the old black guy in the the show who uh, was uh, a super soldier as well. But do we know that? He yeah, was still, true. He was still about. Yeah. True. True. And there was... Um, but was he called Captain America or was he just a super soldier? No, but what I'm saying is he, yeah. like, Alexi could have been taking some serious like poetic license with what he's talking about. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. He, he could have even been fighting against Bucky. You never know. You don't know I kind of like the idea that he was just bullshitting though. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. But then he got real angry when he was called out. And then, but then there, there was a point where he, he had like a really quiet moment with Natasha and he was like, does Captain America ever ask about me? And yeah. she's like, why the fuck are we talking about this? But it's, why would he, why would he do that? Yeah. in that moment like I it know. wouldn't make sense I, I, those are the moments that I did like about him though the family yes. dynamic where he's like the complete opposite of what you'd expect yeah. a dad to do like she they, he's like I'm so proud of you you are the best yeah, yeah, assassin yeah, yeah, who's yeah. killed thousands of people and you are the Avenger like that's literally his accent I yeah it's, it's not yeah. great um, I called it out like there's, there was no it, there is currently a, a lack of accent coaches in the US that's yeah what for it is. sure that, in um, your summary could give me then your top three best and top three worst um I think that, and one last theme, by the way, I yeah. think victims reclaiming their authority and identity through agency, like, and, sure. and kind of like, we'll get into that in spoilers, yeah. I think a bit more. Okay, sweet. Um, things I like, dude, the dynamic dynamic behind the sisters, that yep. first fight scene and, uh, between them both. And just by extension, like how, how cool it is to have like her have a sibling. I was like, man, it would have been better if this was done before. Yeah. Um, Funny so that, that, that part I liked a lot. And then I liked the idea of uh, the Red Guardian as this failed counterpart to Captain America. Um, I didn't was, always, he, was he failed? To me, it, feel, it felt that way. I've, it was I, like this it, thing that was, because Captain America was this thing that was like, you know, used to put, prop up mm-hmm, anti-communism mm-hmm. and he was like kind of taken out, off, the, yeah. off the mainstream. That was his complaint. 
Very similar to the story of the, the Isaiah Bradley story, though. He was chucked in prison after yeah. he served. What's interesting is in the comics, uh, I believe that he is actually a mutant. So mm. he's one of the, he's from the X Men universe, which would be really interesting. That if you know, like the Russians couldn't take that, maybe their pride, pride and joy, their 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 Captain America, their Red Guardian, wasn't actually their making. It was something genetic in him all along. Mm. That could be really. That's why they threw him in the prison. I mean, yeah. you see the prison scene in um in the trailer, so whatever. But yeah. do you have a third one? Or is that all? Yeah, your no. Then I like the introduction to. Uh, task master not task manager which is a typo <laughs> and the control alt delete screen task on your, manager on your, on your windows computer hello can you please finish the task for me the task manager is when you can when you can't get your computer oh, yeah. to work and you gotta like force quit control all yeah, 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 yeah. delete that shit Brilliant. task manager close Brilliant. that shit <laughs> that is marvel's see, like, ultimate enemy you start, yeah. <laughs> is your is your spinning wheel of death Brilliant. i did like the introduction i thought that was great less so what they did with the character. Um, my three yeah. best, uh, I thought, similar to yourself, Florence Pugh was great fun. I just like, she was different. She's pretty hot too. Yeah. Yeah, she's I great. Her. I rate her. I rate her too. She's. She, yeah. it, it's tough when you stood next to Scarlett Johansson though, who is like. It's true, but the fact that like, she's competing for attention in that to me is like a sign that she's doing something right. I think, I, I, I agree. I think they're both fantastic. But it's also quite a, like a good like, without sounding way too patronizing, but it's quite a good girl power movie. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of the, a lot of the villains are even not villains, but a lot of the guys who they come up against are female assassins as well. Yeah. Um, there's a, no, there's just a lot of female. Yeah. Yeah. In this movie, which is Ra- Rachel Vice is also a badass in this. She's, you know, like she's super scientist. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's, I, I just think they're all, they all do really well in this. Um, they my do. other one is I, some of the hand-to-hand combat in this is is amazing. Like it's up there with like your Jason Bournes, like you say, or your Winter Soldier movies. It's it's so well choreographed, like it's unbelievable. And finally, just and this is a random one, a bit of a tangent, but I love that they just didn't lazily lean on like an Avengers character. Like they could have been like, I could like, like ten, with a ten cameo. You mean? Ten, ten years ago, I could yeah. have imagined like them going like. Is Black Widow gonna sell enough movie tickets? Let's get someone That's in. That's why they didn't get give her even a movie. Exactly, and I but. love that they. I love that we are in a, in a situation now in the world and in the MCU where she can happily helm her own yeah, movie. It's, it's awesome. Um, what about the things you didn't like? You go first. Okay. I mean, Red Guardian's accent, obviously. We've talked about that a bit. <laughs> well, uh, you've got him. I've got Ray Winston's accent. So. Both, both the bad Russian accent. The like, bad Russian, Russian accents, accents when they're bad are just like kind of worse so than all obvious. the others. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost like the propaganda videos. Yeah. You're just like, what? Yeah. what is happening? Am I, am I in the 1930s? I, I also like, and I guess that there was really no other way to play it, but I actually think there was. The, it feels like while they are giving a lot of female, and this is why I was like, yes, I agree. It was awesome to see girl power. It does feel like every female arc that they make in the MCU is a victim uh, overcoming her victimizer. Sure. Like, and, and not every woman is a victim. Like, there could be, there's other ways to do that. Arc. Like, Gamora, same thing. Mm. Like, uh, was Captain America, was she the same? I don't remember that movie. But that, that was, that was <laughs> where I was going to go next. next but, but I'm uh, trying to remember. Like, she was memory wiped. Wasn't she just like a soldier? She was an air pilot. She was yeah. memory wiped. She got her powers from a thing. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I guess it was kind. I guess it was kind. Yeah, you're right. Go on. I don't really remember that one, but like Gamora is the one that comes to mind, and and now, 
um, Black Widow, and I don't know if there's any other ones that we could really There are no present. other female characters in the MCU. <laughs> Zero female characters. Yeah, that's it. it. Finale. That's uh, all there is to talk anyway, about. So, like, to me, like, that, they, they can get more creative with how they approach, like, sure. women's arcs and, and problems yeah. and the things they have to overcome other than just, like, big bad men are vic- victimizing them. Um, there's more to life than that. Agreed. Um, and then I really thought... <laughs> bad the, men. What's that? <laughs> big bad men. That's all... <laughs> That's what it is. It's like Thanos. Big bad aliens. Purple aliens. Big bad male purple aliens. Yeah. Big bad Russians. There you go. Go on. Um, Sorry. And speaking of old mate Dragonoff or whatever the fuck his name is. Ray Winston's. Yeah, Ray Winston's Frenchie. Drakov. He he was Drakov. He was just a typical baddie from like your grade school cartoon. There was nothing interesting about him. That's so... I I went with Ray Winston's accent, but that could have gone either way. It could have been that he is just like... He's plucked out of like a 1990s stereotype. Like a very film. Terrible stereotype. Terrible. And it's like, dude, there's like so much political lore of that time that you could have integrated to to make it like more intriguing about why. What, 2000 and. Well, no, when 18. when he <laughs> <laughs> when he ran the red when yeah, he ran yeah, the red room. The 90s, like yeah, it would yeah, it was yeah, in yeah, the time yeah. of communism. You could have like yeah, used yeah. that as a I don't know. There's there's no, a yeah. bunch of stuff you could have done with it, like alternate facts. I'm just trying to stop you getting too too intense here, right? Thank you, mate. Pineapple. <laughs> Pineapple pizza. <laughs> Pineapple pizza. Uh, do you got another one? Or is that uh, all? No, that's my three. Okay. That's, that's so I've obviously told you Ray Winston's accent. Not good. Um, none of the accents were perfectly honest with you. Um, I didn't... Like, by the end of it, I was like... I was honestly just a bit, like, overwhelmed by how bad Ray Winston... Some some of the times Ray Winston was doing, like, bits where he had to... Ver- like, actually verbalize. He was shouting. Like, he just had his normal accent. I was like, that's... <laughs> That's, that's what happens though when people so, shout they lose the accent so for some reason shouting's hard um, to do in an accent I put Taskmaster was wasted we're going to come into that in a moment yeah the character like has a is a lot better done in the comics and in any any other media it's been in um, like the backstory or the actual next steps for the character let's talk about it in okay. a minute uh, and then and I, this is a bit of a stupid one really but like just the fact that we were so unlucky that we couldn't see it in cinemas. We've been able to. See, we've seen. Yeah, we've seen some crap in the cinemas. Yeah, true. Go back. Go back. Plug for all of our websites. Fuck. Go back and listen to Dude. Wonder Woman. Go back and listen to don't. Godzilla versus. I mean, Kong. do but don't. Yeah, listen to the episodes. Don't, don't go watch, watch those goddamn movies. <laughs> don't, don't watch um, the movies in theaters. But uh, even if you can. And then we got to this, the one we've been waiting for for this long, and it's just like fuck. Like, and then there's four more weeks. Two vacations gone. Lockdown in Sydney. We're definitely going to be in here for four more weeks for sure. Uh, it's already official. Isn't oh, it? is it really? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I don't pay attention yeah. anymore. Just, it's so sad. Tom, Tommy's just in sweats permanently. <laughs> yeah, I literally live in the sweats <laughs> now. This is. I haven't moved from the sofa all day. No, I'm kidding. Um, okay, then. So finally, before we get into our heavy, heavy spoiler spoilers, um, tell me yes or no. Is this better or worse better. than Aquaman 2018? Sorry, I didn't really finish. It's better than Aquaman. You knew what I was going to ask. Yeah, it's hard. I know, uh, but it's better. Okay, I, I'm gonna say, I did like this movie a lot. Um, you know, I like what it did for Black Widow's character. Uh, I like that it didn't show off Budapest. That was one thing I was really concerned that they were gonna do. They were gonna show us all of the Budapest thing, and I was gonna be like, great, like, because sometimes the mythology is better than what what like what you see on screen. Mm. Um, however, it does suffer from one-dimensional villains. The weight of expectation was maybe too high. I'm going to say I'd rather watch Aquaman. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. I just like the hair effects in the water in Aquaman. It's just more interesting. Yeah. I think the I, I think they both suffer from the same third act of just everything goes nonsense. 
Like everything I mean, goes to shit. Yeah. And in and at least in Aquaman, I was kind of like, this is different. I'm entertained. Whereas in this one, it was like, I, I don't I've know. Seen I, this. I, gotta, I choose Scarlett Johansson in a jumpsuit over wet jeans. <laughs> wet Thor. <laughs> Whatever his name. <laughs> wet Thor. Wet fish, the wet Thor is wet back. Wet fish demigod. Fair enough. I choose Scarlett. But that's why we have yeah. these conversations. For sure. It's a fair um, call. It, I mean, I, it's closer than most. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like when we were talking about the scores before and, you know, you're looking at like sevens from IMDb, I'm like, at 81 on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm, that's not an 81 rated movie for me. Like This? No, yeah. No, it's not. Not at all. I mean, yeah. I mean, if I'm being completely honest, I'm being a bit facetious. I think it is probably better than Aquaman 2018, but right now, having watched it, what, three days ago... Mm-hmm. I have no interest in going back to watch that movie. Yeah, me neither. I don't care about the Easter eggs. I don't care about and like and it's not that it's a bad movie. It's that I think I just was like it just had too much expectation for me. Well, and it's just so far removed from its yeah. relevance to the MCU. It's not relevant. Yeah, that's like, the even that's the, the tough part. What we'll talk about in a moment the the post credit scene, which there had to be, which again I forgot didn't. <laughs> didn't do anything for me let's let's jump into spoilers then. please let's jump do because i that. obviously need a refresher yeah well let's let's <laughs> talk about the post-credit scene first and foremost then yeah. we're going to few other bits. so the, the post-credit scene spoilers from now on for black widow that's just come out so if you haven't seen it look away now uh, um yeah so the post-credit scene for this was it was the whole point was that natasha had decided she wanted to learn who her mother was and drakoff couldn't was so callous he could only tell her that he didn't even know her mother's name. She yeah. was buried under a cherry blossom tree. We find out in the post credit scene that Natasha posts Endgame is buried under a cherry blossom blossom tree also, which is very, very nice. Mm. And uh, Yelena, Florence Pugh, mm-hmm. is going to the grave to lay flowers or to clean up or whatever she's doing. And it says very nicely, it's like uh, daughter, sister, Avenger on the tombstone, which is you know very nice. Even though there's no body there, it's in a space. It's in space somewhere. Um, yeah, where but, is it? <laughs> on Vormir. That's yeah, but like uh, oh yeah, what's I guess that is a, it's like a metaphysical place yeah, though. Yeah, what's his name? The Red Skulls, just it's like just just that was a down. weird choice making him the guy. By yeah, the way, I liked it. Any, anyway, different yeah. conversation. Uh, and we were um, we were visited by Valentina, who this was supposed to be her first. This was supposed to be her first showing in the MCU, uh, even though, you know, COVID has made it so it's her second. She was obviously in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. She came in and is giving uh, Yelena a job, which is to hunt Hawkeye, who she's obviously been manipulated into thinking is the murderer of Scarlett Johansson. Mm. Not, not literal Scarlett Johansson. That'd be pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. What no, did you think, I, I did you think of that? Well, I'm excited for her. I like Louise Dreyfus. She's yeah. good. Well... Well, two two questions. First yeah. question is that kind of I've I've on our Instagram plug our Instagram podcast assemble. Yeah, have hinted that they may be looking at doing like a, um, the what is it Thunderbolt Ross's team, the Thunderbolts team, uh, which is you know is that a thing? Is that in the comic? With, in, no, yeah. in the comics, it's it, it's like the Abomination. Mm. Um, you obviously have Thunderbolt Ross in there as well, and we have like Zemo's in there, uh, and Ghost from that last Ant Man movie, which no one remembers. Um. <laughs> However, Ant-Man. however, second Ant Man movie. I don't hate the second one. The second one. The second one is the Dark Avengers, which oh, okay. would include a version of obviously Black Widow, a version of Captain America, and uh, it looks like they're building to a few of these little teams. Little it's, team it does. Ups. It also feels like this is going to just power. Isn't there a Hawkeye show? 
Exactly. Yeah, and Florence so Pugh is confirmed gonna... to be in okay, that yeah, show. There you go. So yeah. the question is, do they is she the adversary of the show or does she immediately find out that Clint's like cool and just like It'd be much better that way, huh? No, I wanted it to be adversary. Like for like maybe a couple episodes, but okay. like She's like, but what's the what's, the, in the, what's the mystery, right? We've every other show's had a mystery. Even yeah. Falky Boy and Bucky Boy, or Falky Boy and what the whatever the heck. There what? It wasn't very clear what the mystery was, but they tried to make it like a mystery. Like, who are these face guys and the face guys. whatever the fuck it was? <laughs> flag yeah, the flag smashers with the <laughs> fucking hockey faces. Well, um, I mean, I'm intrigued to see what she's going to do in that show. I I would like I would like her to be an, more of an antagonistic force. It would be cool to see who is going to be young Hawkeye of Kate Bishop. So basically, this show is going to revolve around Clint Barton training up his a protege, basically, who's called Kate, uh, Kate Bishop. It'd be interesting to see if we could end up with like a Yelena and Kate Bishop team. Have they the already ends. told us the like kind of plot of the the show, like the synopsis? Not I, synopsis, but I'm like essentially, the preview. I'm sh- I'm pretty sure it's following one of the Hawkeye comic books where he trains up Kate Bishop. Okay, but I don't I don't know outside of that, honestly. Okay. I'm just excited to see something different. Like, yeah. Clint's the one who should have... He's the one who should have died years ago. Clinty boy. Yeah. yeah. It's real funny watching them back with, with my when pop. he went, like, full, like, anti-samurai. Yeah. With a really game. bad hair. That's the worst haircut I've ever seen. Yeah, who gets that? Yeah. What like, are you saying? <laughs> you go in and you're just like, I want, like, a hurricane <laughs> on my head. <laughs> like, imagine a tsunami with hair. I want to pot it down the back yeah. and not the front, but nothing on the sides. Yeah, what's going on there? That's a weird, a yeah. weird haircut, isn't it? Like she should um, have made a comment about that. That'd have been funny. We've talked about everything other than Natasha's sort of like pinnacle in this movie, which is her her face off with Drake off. Now, yes. Th- so what happens is they. I mean, we, it's really hard to talk about. It's really hard to talk about this movie without spoiling any of it. So well, we can we can spoil it now. Sure. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is yeah. in the in the build up to this. Okay. So the Red Room has been spouting out Black Widows left, right, and center. There's yeah. there's that many of them that Drakeoff can take down. Uh, Badly accidentally. They can't actually, he can't, they can't hurt him. They put some like hard code in that they can't hurt she him. She finally gets to face to face with the guy and she, he has this pheromone <laughs> thing. It's like an Ant Man thing. Yeah, yeah, that means they can't, none of the, the widows can physically hurt him if they can smell him. True. Oh, yeah, that was pretty badass. I forgot about that. Two questions. Yeah. Why doesn't she just stand on the other side of the room and shoot him? Like, pheromones. Like, mate, pheromones. I can't are smell subtle. you from the other side of the room. Uh, not right now, but <laughs> after a burrito, mate. The, <laughs> the burrito god. Uh, the pheromones are subtle, right? Like ants use pheromones to signal to each other. They don't even know they're doing it. So you can you can ex- you can imagine you can suspend your disbelief enough to say that it would reach across the end end of the room. Sure, but uh, like, not really. Like, I get I get your point. Yeah. Also, like, just have someone else do it. Now, how hard Just did get in there and then how hard did you laugh? Him. How hard did you laugh when you found out that they were gonna that the way she got around this, <laughs> the, the way she got around it? I think I did laugh out loud. I, I literally we? laughed I was out like, loud because it was just like, "What are you doing?" Like the way she got around this was she had to sever a nerve in her nose. And she just headbutts a table. She just slams her face <laughs> onto the table. Literally. It's like, why not slam her? Oh, I guess she, she can't because of the paramounts. I was going to say, like, why not just headbutt him? Well, the, the, well the, idea, the idea was that once yeah. she'd captured him, she wanted him to break by, by beating her up. But obviously, yeah. he's a bit older now. And 
but that was fucking hilarious. I genuinely like. Oh yeah, he's like punching her and she's making fun of him. That was pretty good. Yeah. I actually, that's like that very scene. Black Widow though. That's yeah. like that all comes back all the way back to the first Avengers movie where she's she's captured by Russians, funnily enough, I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she gets all the information out of them. Yeah. Well, it's it is very interesting though. There is that sort of like the Red Room part of it, whereby they have all these Black Widows and they're all being trained. And they have a way to snap them out of this hypnosis mind control thing, yeah. which is the red mist thing yeah. that they're carrying around for the whole movie. Uh, it's real nice. I quite like that arc that they're, they're breaking out the black, all the black widows as well. It's not just them escaping. It was it's like everyone. a woman. Let's save them. Save them all. Woman, like uh, God, girl power, woman power. What was I going to say? Um, there you was just mumbled to yourself. Yeah, you cut that all out. The, uh, what about, what do they do with the boys? They got a school of girls. There's not that many red fucking rangers, not red ranger, uh, red guardians running about. What do they do with the boys? I guess it's just a female. Yeah, I don't know become, enough about um, it. I should do, really. They just become politicians. Well, let's then talk about the Taskmaster twist. I've hinted at it a couple of times. I've spoiled it a couple of times. Yeah, well, we've. I've, <laughs> by this point, I've already cut that out, so no one knows you've spoiled it a couple of times. Um, so the whole point of Cat's... Cat? Nat's... Um, whole arc throughout the MCU is that she has this red in her ledger and we find that out very early on in the Avengers and she's trying to she's trying to wipe it out redeem and herself. the red in her ledger is that when she was younger in the 90s I think no not in the 90s I can't be right when she was younger whatever she yeah. uh, ordered the assassination of Drakov but as collateral his daughter was in the room too mm. so she believed she had cold blood killed this young girl and um, really very obvious setup through, through this whole movie was that once you found out that was the case, I was like, well, that's who Taskmaster is going to be. It's yeah. the only logical choice. They're not, they, they didn't set anyone else up for this. They mm -hmm. didn't set fucking Mason up to be this, did they? <laughs> no, I was like, not hipster barista like, boy. <laughs> <laughs> not the hipster by barista. the way, can I get you a scone or a jet? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck's this guy on about? Why don't I get you a brownie with your yeah. bloody latte? Um, so it. yeah, so it was it was the daughter, right? And she had a chip in her neck that was controlling her. What yes. do you think of that? Meh. Lack of agency, lack of mm. like any just, drive for a villain. Yeah, I don't know. It just the the fact that she was just so robotic, you're right, and just like so tortured. It just felt like maybe that's what they wanted you to feel like. Oh, it kind of felt gross. But it was also like I thought task manager, like I thought task, task manager, task manager. You keep saying it, <laughs> and task manager, and Clippy boy, Bam. like little clip guy. What's his name? Paper clip guy. Clippy, Clippy for the, the Microsoft. Yeah, clip, yeah, Microsoft you know, Word. Whatever his name the is. Boy, bring him back. Uh, I thought that task master was gonna be like some more maniacal, like scientist AI guy. So maybe it's just because I had that in my head that it, I oh, had okay. a, a trouble wrapping my head around this version of that character. But. I thought it was going to be anyone else. I thought it was going to be yeah. like, just like I thought they'd have all these great uh, like face-offs and at the very end, Taskmaster would just get away and go off to be maybe Yelena's, uh, Flor Florence Pugh's, you know, enemy throughout. Mm. I thought that was going to be... I was interested to see that, but obviously not. So, so what was the ending with that character? By yeah, that? so the, the the big ending of the movie was the that the Red Room, the reason they couldn't find it was because it wasn't on Earth. It was in the sky. So they had to go up to the Red Room. You look very confused. You shouldn't. It was literally the same, same as the end of Winter Soldier. Uh, they, they went up to this, the Sky Red Room, the Scred Room, yeah. and they... Um, 
essentially blew it up at the end. Everything exploded. How did and as it was falling, as it was falling to the ground, they had that great fight. That was, that in was the trailer. Cool. I kind of liked to, that. It was like, a bit. I, it was a bit I, much. much but I, I did like it though. They hit the ground. Um, so I can't remember. There's something happens. Maybe she breaks the chip on her neck. Anyway, the ending is that she is free of her curse. And instead of still wanting to kill Natasha, who put her in this uh, horrible situation, she's just happy that her dad's dead. And she goes off with the widows to live a different life. Man, I missed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's... All right, so I'm going to skip to my very last point here. Yeah, I've yeah, got, yeah, got a little bit more to talk about do before you really? I get there. I'm, I'm, I'm la- fresh out, but I'm, I'm keen to pick your brain on what you want to talk about. So what do you got? My last point on this was... Yeah. Um, no, that's not right. Where is it? Uh, the fact that I found this movie, I, I wasn't bored in this movie. I just found it really forgettable. It didn't have anything that makes me go, oh, I want I, I want to see that or what did that mean? or what was, Nah, it was fine. I think, you know, the problem is uh, there's like the two main sisters which yep. drive it and then there's no one else that really steps up. Like it was supposed mm. to be the Red Guardian, but he's not big enough in it. He has his moments. Yeah, he's. But his like I I just think his accent falls enough flat enough that it almost becomes charactery like and goofy. Yeah. So I'm like, there's not someone else. That's he's doing almost a comic drama. relief, right? Yeah, there's like no other like dramatic character that I was interested in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and and whenever uh, there was actually some interesting character bits. So for example, when one of the the many widows we see in it falls off a building and breaks her leg um she's obviously of no use to drakov anymore so drakov like makes a murder herself and i kind of like i was like that's really interesting that mm. he has that influence over them but that character just was really dull for me anyway like i'm not that down on this movie it was very exciting it was very you know there was lots of action great action um i did want to ask you if you thought that having so many exactly the same widows did that diminish how much of a badass natasha was I think no and yes, I guess. I don't think so. I didn't diminish it. how badass she was, but like that's not what like makes her cool. It's like how she's badass, but also has like a, uh, a soul. personality, a yeah. soul, a character behind her. And like there is a great, there is a great so. bit at the end where she sort of says like she thought she didn't have uh, a family, but realized she had two. Yeah. And I, and I, th- I think she says something similar to that in uh, Endgame as well. She does. And at the time, you were like, I, I don't, I don't get that. <laughs> but now it's like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Like that's real nice, and, and like. I just wish this had come out. Yeah, for sure. Five years ago, for sure. I, uh, well, I'm thinking about like why it's forgettable. Now that you said that, what? Why do you think? It, is it just the villain? Like when you look at your favorite, your your favorite Marvel movies. For me, they all have like great villains. Yeah, uh, yeah they do. The, the Thor Ragnaroks, all the Thor movies that aren't dark elves. Maybe not. Maybe not villains. Um, maybe antagonists. I feel, yeah, I feel, antagonists. I feel like I mean. the end villain is usually quite like generic. Yeah, but. I, I, but even antagonists. But even sure. like the ones that have like generic villains, like when you look at Guardians Two, right? Who's the he, he's an antagonist, but he's also a generic villain by the end. But it's like a creative way of doing it. This sure. guy was so cookie cutter stereotype. Yeah. For, and, and not only just cookie cutter stereotype, cookie cutter stereotype from like that genre of movie, mm. like spy thriller, which is yeah, kind yeah. of what this movie is. Um, that, that that's I think what it was. That's what made it forgettable. You didn't have that elder kind of element. Nothing. Like nothing was made you jump on board with her desire to end the red room. I was just like, okay, she wants like what my only reason, my only interest of it was because of all you'd heard about it previously and all the flashes you'd seen. Whereas in this, I was just like, yeah, all right. 
my interest was it was that they convinced each other to go do it and it was like okay this is their first familial activity that's kind of interesting but that was the, the extent sisterly of it. partnership was what kept that was the going. extent of it yeah absolutely we've said we, we have kind of now, said we're, that. now we're running circles um I tell you, I Time the action, the action, yeah, the action scenes, though good, were probably, like I say, a little overblown. And one one question I had for you before we finished was: there is a fantastic scene when they're breaking Red Guardian out of prison, yes, and they set up an avalanche, which happens in the background as they're uh, essentially uh, about to escape on a helicopter. Yes. My question to you is: Did everybody in that prison yes. die? Yes. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> and they didn't ask anything about it after. No, I guess they're like didn't not good, I guess they're not good people. Is the yeah, impl- that's implication? A good point. It's like a it's a pretty high. She ta- Natasha is though like Black Widow is. You she's she's fully changed. Oh no, I meant like the people dying. Like you're assuming that they're pretty right. bad characters. Maybe that's why we just yada yada over like the fifty to hundred deaths we caused in the opening sequence. There. But I mean, maybe actually they, they some of them get into the prison, but you got to imagine you're covered in snow. Well, I, I guess. Well, I guess the out? prison outside the prison would be blocked, and you just have to find a way to like tunnel through. Yeah, it, it would <laughs> tunneling. I'm not hopeful for them. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, it's not a. That's yeah. a tough one, though. I like that prison idea because obviously he's kind of like a super. He is super powered. I was gonna say superhero. He's really not. He's obviously super powered. Yeah. And if you had him anywhere other than the middle of nowhere, he's just gonna escape. Like yeah. you see at the end, he kicks the door off the hinges. Like how did he? Did they tell us why he was there? No, no. I think it was just that Isaiah Bradley thing. They just yeah, disposed of him when away. they were done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that. Like, let me let me finish before we before we move on with a couple of bits of interesting trivia. Trivia. Okay. Trivia. There's actually a couple of little bits that I think you'll enjoy. Let's hear it. Um, Scarlett Johansson. She asked her husband, Colin Jost. Sad day for all of us. Didn't realize she had a husband. Uh, yeah. Who is seriously, him, I'm bummed. Who is himself a massive Marvel fan to rehearse lines with her for the movie. But he refused because he didn't want any spoilers for the movie. I bloody love that. That's so good. Do you think they role play if he's a fan of the MCU? I, pff, in what in what respect? You take you take a guess. Take a guess. Uh, I would say from this, it would sound like he didn't want to know anything that happened in the movies. So I'm going to say no. <laughs> he's a big MCU second, fan. Yeah. Second bit of trivia that. Yeah, uh, so I wonder if she he he's ever asked her to bring a Thor outfit from home. Let's say that much. <laughs> well, that's Apparently, good... Chris Evans has like five of those hammers. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Evans uh, Hemsworth. Yeah. No, now yes, you're Hemsworth. doing it. Now, now you're, you're doing me. it. <laughs> one of the Chris's. The Chris's. Um, Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if Evans had one after. Anyway, what was the? Uh, keep going. Uh, was, uh, second, second uh, bit of trivia, trivia for you is that uh, Chloe Zhao. Uh, was yeah. originally considered to direct the film, but she actually chose to do The Eternals instead. Good. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. I, and I wonder if that tells you a lot more about The Eternals, uh, a lot more about this movie than The Eternals. Like, I feel like she was just like, yeah, this isn't going to go anywhere, but The Eternals has got so much potential. I think it's a bit of that, and it's also a bit of like, which one can I like really, you know her, she's a bit, she's like very, very... Uh, renowned for like diversity and like being able to like mm-hmm. give diverse perspectives like i don't know how much no. of that you're gonna have in this film Zero. right there's well, just not that much room for it <laughs> there are a lot of fake accents in yeah. this movie let's <laughs> say that, that much, much um last bit is in 2004 while the movie was still with us after say entertainment like yes. cinema, cinema they were trying to get yes. a film off the ground uh which was written by david hater which is very interesting that they would have done like a black widow movie outside of having any connection to anything you mean they just like wanted to do this before the 
in 2004. This Disney is way before the MCU. Right. Yeah, so there were. I mean, there's 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 so many stories about different Marvel characters having that almost were made, being almost made. Whereas, yeah, yeah I I can't imagine that. Who would have been cast? How, how would you how who would have known this character outside of you know nerds like well, us? Well, I mean, that's you know, that's what they were going after back then. Nerds. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Blade, and it was like, Blade, oh, wasn't it? nerds, and it's like you get out like a hot I suppose, female. I suppose Electra, yeah, great, yeah, good point. solid points all around. That, that was like early two thousands for you. <laughs> yeah, two thousands movies. Well, all right, guys, thank you very much for sticking with it. We really do appreciate it. We do. We do have a little bit of correspondence before we, we wrap do. up. We do. I mentioned it before. We live in the correspondence at the moment, guys. Thank you all. Keep it coming. Where can they find us if they wanted to? The podcast assemble at gmail.com. Yeah, podcast can. assemble on uh, Instagram or just hashtag podcast assemble. We'll find you. We'll bloody find you. Yeah. We'll always bloody find you. Thank you very much, friends of the show. Matt, this week, who wrote in. We, I posted um, on our Instagram, again, plug for that, uh, a, a picture of the potential Thunderbolts team. And he said. What do we think about a potential return of Justin Hammer, who, if you remember, was one of the villains in Iron Man 2? Um, do, you, do, you remember, do you remember Justin I, Hammer? I know Iron Man 2, but who's that? He is the dude who is the sort of polar opposite to Tony yeah, Stark. Yeah, the, the nerdy Tony Stark. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony, Sam the Rockwell. The guy that's just useless. Yeah, Sam Rockwell. Yeah. He's yeah. great. I would love to see him return. Yeah. He was in the one shot. They did like a. You remember they used to do one shots at the end of DVDs. Yes. So they, uh, and there was one which was uh, All Hail the King, which is a, which is about the Mandarin, who we're now actually getting the real version of mm. in Shang Chi. Um, and he was in it as like a prisoner, and it was so random. <laughs> he was just kind of there, and he was this like really bad gay stereotype, and you're just like, oh, this is mm. awkward. Now, if he comes back as that character, I would love it. He's love pretty. He's pretty. Concerned. He's pretty like. Just useless. It's yeah. great. It's good fun. I think that was what let that movie down. I feel like he yeah. should have been like a, a counterpart to Tony Stark, like a like a bad version of him. Um, he was great. Love to see him come back. Thanks for the question. Is he alive? I thought he died. In yeah. That. Okay. Guess in not. real life. Oh, in the movies. No, in the movie. I thought he, he went died. to prison. Yeah. Okay. He was in prison with the Mandarin, like I say. In real life, he's. I'm sure he's still alive. <laughs> I thought he died at the end. Sorry. I don't know why. No, the other guy did. The Whiplash yeah. guy did. Yeah. Who was? Um, dude, who's the guy who played the wrestler? Guy who's Jackie Rourke, yes, human growth hormone, yeah, guy (laughs) (laughs) with cut up face, yeah, who looks not not that good, frightening, Um, frightening is one word for it. Okay, we also had a couple of uh other bits, we had a a, a quick review of Black Widow from friend of the show Samantha. Thank you, friend of the show Samantha. She said that she thought it was fine, Mm. didn't blow her away, so kind of in line with what we've been saying, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Nothing, not bad. Not bad. I, I think I was more excited for the Loki finale than I was for that for movie. For sure. For sure. So I posted on our Instagram this week, I posted a, a basically a little clip from last week's show asking, what do our, what do our adoring fans think? <laughs> adoring. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, of Ex Machina versus Westworld and Lad Banter Pod. Thanks again, guys, for, for, right, for the correspondence. They said, and agreeing with you, that they think uh, Ex Machina does a better job with the AI trickster side of things. I think even you're guessing to the point of... uh, Let me start this again. (laughs) (laughs) The The thing keeping you guessing is the point of the successful Turing test. With Westworld, they thought it is the long, drawn-out punishment of man's hubris. Wow. 
deep. I th- I agree with that. Mate. I kind of agree with that too. Oh, man. Look into the void with me, mates. Yeah, I'm not in. I'm in. <laughs> I think that they're both uh, really good and just very approaching it from different angles. I I never saw Westworld season three as we closed Done. the podcast. Done. Is it literally not worth? Okay. It's it's all it almost feels like they had a script for a different a different TV show and they just slapped Westworld on. Are there a, is there a season four? Or are they done? I'm pretty sure there's a season four coming. So I'm hoping that the season three is almost like a middle ground. So the mm. way it ends, the the last almost post credit scene, the very very end of it is the only interesting part of the whole season. And there's this like ten seconds where you just go, oh that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's the, that's it. And then it ends, and you go, oh all right. Great. <laughs> well, cool. on that note, yeah. but season one, season one for me, season is one is phenomenal. It's, one of those, it's like True Detective season one. It's yeah. just great. Did you ever see season three of that? I never saw season that. I, you know what? It's now good. that I have binged, I just never use it. I it's, need to. Me neither. Yeah. Me neither. I'll stand. Yeah, I don't Stan, have Stan. Do you we? do. I've given you Stan. I just, well, I guess I have it. I just don't know where it is. <laughs> you don't um, need it. All right, guys. Well, let's wrap that up. We do appreciate it. Thank you all for coming along for the ride. Dre yeah. is Mamma Mia for the day. Not today, Junior. Okay, right. Not today, Junior. I might just take your catchphrase. That's the new catchphrase. Not today, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> All Don't right, even guys. breathe. See you next time. Later. Bye. Bye.